Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Final Community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to sporting individuals, founders and professionals from all over the globe. And today, it's no different. We have a very special guest, Mr. James Muir. James, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, Ahmed. Great to be here. Um, James, before we get into what you're currently working on, we, we have to go back in time. Where, where did it all begin for you, mate? Yeah, well, I guess... Um from a business perspective, it started um, back when I was, was playing football overseas, so I played in Malta and England and, and Scotland a little bit. Um, and then when I came back to uh, Australia in 2004, um, just prior to the A-League started, um, actually wanted to, to get back into um, running a, a football business. So I started online, um, soccerbusinessstore.com.au. Um, but... Uh, Back in 2004, there wasn't really as much appetite for um, you know, online commerce as there is now. Um, so we quickly pivoted that one to a, um, uh, a, wholesale, a wholesale business. And, uh, and at the same time, I, I started doing a lot of coaching, um, which led me over to, um, uh, to coach across Victoria and then over to Fiji uh, in 2008. So in Fiji, uh, I worked with, with a lot of the junior national teams and women's national team futsal national team so I ended up staying there until 2011 and then in um, 2011 I moved across uh, to New South Wales worked with football New South Wales as coaching development manager for the southern New South Wales region so from Gerringong down to the border with Victoria Eden um, and then around Canberra and up to uh, the MacArthur area so I did that for a few years until um, the MPL started in Victoria and um, and then I moved down to uh, to work with Boxer United as technical director in the in the MPL, so 2014, um, I started with them um, in a full time role um, until uh, until the start of uh, of 2017, and then um, then I think working full time in football, and also started working full time in the tape system as well. And having two full time jobs was was pretty difficult, so I switched to a part time role um, with Northcote City in. Um, uh, that year and, and, and spent um, spent a bit of time with them and also started a sports consultancy at the same time with um, uh, called Dynamic Sports Solutions. So we worked with a few community and grassroots clubs just trying to help them retain a lot of players and coaches. So we'd, we'd work on their existing programs um, and uh, and try to improve them, give them some, some feedback or bring some consultants in, not necessarily just myself and, and my other co-founder, Kobe, but... Um, but some other consultants in who would uh, who could give them some really good feedback um, because most clubs would um, either fire or just try and hire new coaches and they'd do that for the season, whereas the majority of the time the existing coaches would just need some really good feedback or some mentoring um, to help them through you know, either the match day decision-making or their or their training sessions or it might might be recruitment. Uh, sometimes it's just the communication skills really between them and um, them and the uh, and the committee and, and other club members, um, and then from that we had a lot of coaches um, approaching us over 
uh, over some more coaching work because we started using these these extra consultants. They they wanted to, to get more work, and because you know working across the Pacific and working uh, in, in other states, I had some quite good networks for for other jobs, and a lot of clubs would would approach myself and my co-founder for uh, for coaches. So we set up a section on our website um, where we, we listed some coaches and um, and we quickly found that was probably limited in its options and then we spun out um, Trainer on its own in um, in October 2017. So Trainer became kind of like a standalone marketplace for coaches. So we launched that at the um, Australian Football Schools Tournament in Shepparton um, in 2017. Um, there was, you know, several thousand players there and a lot of coaches. So we launched that. And, um, originally we started with only around 30 coaches. So the platform itself initially was pretty small. Um, just built on WordPress, uh, really basic MVP. Um, we used, uh, um, you know, an iframe with simply book me to, um, to manage all the bookings. Um, and so, so that was quite good to start off with. And we quickly found though that, um, you know, we had a lot more demand than, than the actual coaches could manage. So we had to quickly scale up and get some more coaches. Um, and then went to, to around 200 coaches pretty quickly over the next few months. And then all, the issue we had though, because we were using an iPray, um, the, the website slowed down quite a bit, um, on, uh, on WordPress. Um, so we went back and, um, spent a few months trying to find a really good developer who had experience in a, in a sports marketplace previously. And, um, and hide her and, um, and then we built our own booking system, our own live booking system, uh, that could, um, that could speed up the platform. So we launched that, uh, at the beginning of this year, um, beginning of 2019. And, um, and so we quickly were able to scale up to, to over a thousand coaches pretty quickly. And now we're up to, to around 3,000 coaches. So since, since then we've added extra features, um, and still improved the platform. So we've, we've changed it from, WordPress to, um, to being built on Laravel. Um, so we've got a camps feature now on the website. So clubs and, um, academies and even just an individual coach can set up their own, um, camps or, or any other clinics or programs, term based programs that they want to run and basically build their business off the platform. Um, and, uh, and, and there's heaps of different features obviously included that. And the next feature we're, we're bringing out is a jobs board uh, with different contract features. So um, individuals, you know, parents who are looking for a coach can post a task uh, for a job for a one-off session or it can be ongoing sessions or for the season. And the same clubs or schools who are looking for a, a coach. Um, so one of the things we've added there is, is a proper contract feature because we, we've noticed being involved with the Football Coaches Australia in their technical committee, one of the things we've, uh, we've realised is most of the coaches in Australia, and looking back at my career as well, operated without a, an official contract and um, and often were paid without super or not paid on time or their, the amount they were paid changed over the year um, or after the transfer window closed in, in June, they stopped getting paid. And this is not just coaches, often it happens to players as well, but it's quite a regular occurrence. So uh, we wanted to add in this, this standard contract feature. So we're working with, um, with obviously Coaches Australia um, to, to develop that. And, and I think uh, FFA has some impact in, in that as well, producing a standardized coach contract that can be used across you know, grassroots through to MPL level um, to provide a bit more clarity and a bit more um, support for coaches to, to get paid on time 
with suit both needed um, if they're you know in a full time role or if they're, they're an employee, um, or at least get paid you know when they say they're they're getting paid and there's repercussions if they don't. Wow, so you're basically becoming a one stop shop. Yeah, well that's what we we hope. I think initially when we started, people thought we were just another academy, um, and so it was quite hard to. Uh, to explain that over a marketplace, there, there weren't many other marketplaces uh, out in, in, the, in the space in Australia. Um, there were another few based in Sydney um, and in Queensland that were like general sports marketplaces, but they were more so a, uh, a listing platform, so similar to you know Gumtree or a, a Craigslist where you list all the coaches and you still have to contact them, arrange the venue, arrange the location. Um, and, and the time you wanted to coach and, and go through that process, which as a coach, that's quite time-consuming. Um, you know, if you had 20, 30 inquiries a week and responded to those and only one book, you'd be pretty frustrated and, and wouldn't continue using that service. So we, um, we've built uh, the live booking feature. So the coach basically just uploads their availability and then um, they get booked based on their availability. And, and they don't have to respond to, to any of the inquiries. I mean, there's still an option there to contact the coach, but we try and manage um, as many of the inquiries as possible on behalf of the coaches. Wow. Nice, nice. Um, you mentioned the whole booking system and, and building your own and whatnot. What, what are some of the challenges you, you basically faced during that process? Yeah, so I think coming from a non-tech um, background it was, it was difficult and as I said it took us several months to um, to find someone with that experience and you know talking to, to a lot of agencies in Australia um, talking to a lot of individual developers and freelancers offshore developers even just trying to decide you know what it should be built on um, what you know how to code it what code to use what um, what payment system to use so all these things we had no idea about so it was really kind of finding a way in the dark. Um, that's probably why it took so long. Um, and also because marketplaces generally in Australia, there's not that many. I mean, they're starting to become more popular now. Um, but back in 2017, they weren't very popular. Um, yeah. I think Airtasker had just started a year or two previously um, or started becoming popular a year or two previously. And, and there weren't that many. Um, you know, you've seen mad pause now. And, and obviously, <clears> in real estate, have been around a while longer. But not in the, the general service space. It's it's quite a, uh, a new concept. Uh, there's been a lot of product marketplaces, and eBay, obviously, and Gumtree, that type of thing. But but not in the service space. So trying to find people with uh, marketplace expertise was uh, was quite difficult. And then obviously trying to find um, people to do it within our small budget um, because we wanted to use we wanted to be bootstrapped. So we didn't want to use a large uh, amount of our own funds. We wanted to, to put the money that we were earning through the platform back into developing. So we ended up using an offshore developer um, who uh, had already produced previously um, some sports service marketplaces. Um, so it's spent a lot of time actually um, talking to um, um, to other developers locally and, and offshore before we ended up with her. And she's actually come on board now as a, as a CIO. Um, so she's jumped on board as a, as a co-founder as well uh, after working with her since then. So, so that's actually ended up being, being quite a good relationship. I've uh, you know, heard a lot of uh, bad horror stories about using offshore developers, um, but she's been fantastic. Well, mate, as long as it works, that's all that counts, mate. Yeah. No, it doesn't no. matter how, how, how it's done, as long as, as it's done and it works, 
and obviously it's, it's all legal, so which is that's, that is the most important part. Um, so you said you started in 2017. You've got this, this new booking system moving into contracts, services, so on, so on, so on. What does the future look like over, over the next couple of years? Yeah, so we obviously want to keep on trying to add extra features in that will support coaches and help coaches really run their business um, online. Um, so we're working with other partners at the moment um, to integrate their existing um, software into our platform. So working with sports session, um, session planning providers, um, working with uh, video analysis companies, so trying to add all these extra features into our platform um, that they've already developed and partnering with um, with other quality um, partners, preferably those with expertise within, within football, within the code, to start off with. Uh, we do have ambitions to, to move into, into other sports potentially uh, and do have some d- domain names backed up in, in case that in case that happens, but we wanted to really prove the, the model out first within uh, within this vertical. Why not? Um, and then once we've once we've done that, we also want to add some extra features in for the players. So we're starting to add in um, so at the moment the players have their own profile on the platform, um, but we're starting to add in data features. So being uh, well, allowing players to track their own training load, for, for instance, um, uh, is, is a big one for us. At the moment, most of the different sports tech companies in Australia are, are team-focused um, or, you know, if it's individual-focused, the majority of the GPS trackers, for instance, are in the hands of the coach or the club. And so the player themselves doesn't have actually access to that data, um, which... You know, obviously, going forwards is, is going to be uh, you know interesting in terms of um, you know who has access to that data, how they use it, how it has repercussions in terms of their own career. So we wanted to um, build something for the athletes so they can track their data over a longer period of time and uh, and be able to make better decisions around their training and you know, training intensity, training load, uh, match day performances based on what they're doing, not just. Not just the training sessions that they book with us, but also you know what they're doing at the school, what they're doing with their football club, what they're doing with their own their own club, and and you know when they go to the gym, the gym, and, and being able to make better decisions around their around their career, uh, rather than just having to rely on the on the coach or the club who has the um, the catapult or the SPT or whatever um, GPS units um, available. Um, I think there's you know in terms of um, RPE and training loads, there's a lot of uh, data and, uh, and a lot of out there that you don't necessarily need the, the GPS trackers to still manage your your training load and um, you can still do it reasonably well um, from a uh, uh, from a lower tech perspective. Absolutely. Um, if you could go back and do things, let's say a bit differently, would you do would you do anything differently, or would you just keep that same journey? Yeah, I think. Um, if we, if we went to, to go back again, we'd probably use one of the different marketplace um, providers from the start, um, although originally when we started, they didn't have the features that they have now. Um, so I think there's companies like ShareTribe and, and Arcadia have a lot of... Yeah, I was about built. to say, ShareTribe Share is probably the, the one that's probably best for you. Yeah. yeah, so originally back in 2016, 2017, when we were thinking of the products and, and starting, um, they didn't have you know, search functions, they didn't have filters, they didn't really have, um, you know, split payment options available, which yeah. were, you know, the major 
um, focuses of our of our business and being marketplace. Um, they were more focused on the product uh, side, not not the service side. So now they have added all those features in, but yeah, back in back in 2016, 2017, they didn't. We we did have discussions with them, uh, both those companies, and and it's good to see whether you know how far they've come since then. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we'd either hopefully try and find our uh, our CIO a little bit earlier, and um, but you know that's that's all hindsight. We, we've, we've definitely learned a lot along the way, and, and I think having we've been through you know now five five accelerator programs, um, we've definitely we've definitely learned a lot um, through that, and that's helped us continually pivot and, and add extra features and ideas. It's really good from a you know self reflection perspective um, as well, and then having access to you know the co working space um, to interns, um, bringing on new co founders. Um, on board the uh, on the business as well, um, and you know just being able to uh, just being able to pitch and, and show your ideas to uh, to a lot of different potential partners as well. Wow, interesting, um, awesome. We've uh, definitely learned a lot about the world of football and what your what your platform does. Um, before we wrap things up and and let you go, where can we find you guys online? Yeah, so just jump on to trainer. Co. So T R E I N E R. Co. Um, uh, trainers uh, just basically an amalgamation of, of different uh, different European languages: you know, Portuguese, Spanish, German, uh, Dutch for football coach. Um, and uh, if we use trainer in Australia, people would, would think with an A, people would think it was a, it's a fitness coach. So we've um, uh, we've gone with with that approach, and it's, it's been pretty successful. It's, it's um, people recognise us quite. Um, yeah. Quite often, and um, yeah, so find us online. Um, all our socials are on the, on the platform as well, uh, and have a look at uh, a few of our different features, uh, new features that we've added or, or adding soon. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Muir from Dra- from Trainer.co. Once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thanks, Ahmed. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?